0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast, episode 208, coming at you on a Monday. It is NBA preview time. The 2021 NBA season is officially here. Sean and I rank the teams top to bottom, 15 to 1 in each league. We even gave you some overs and some unders if you're into gambling. So follow us on Twitter at SorrySports. Follow us on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. We'll be back on Wednesday with our NFL Wednesday. Enjoy the pod.
1: sorry to interrupt nba preview time on the eve of another nba season this is our fourth that we've done and uh i'm really looking forward to going over this with you dude
0: yeah um i am as well man i am as well should be an exciting season exciting for you as well especially you
1: yeah i'm really fascinated i mean every time we do this i'm interested to see how we stack teams but i i I don't know how you feel, but I think that particularly in the East, it's more open than it's been in, in quite some time.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of the top teams seem to have gotten worse, especially the Sixers, and the the teams that are at the bottom seem to be creeping their way up, so it'll be interesting.
1: For sure. So, we, why don't we get into it? We'll give our 15 through 11 teams, then we'll give our 10 through 8 teams, which are the play-in teams, then we'll go up 7 to 1. So, Tom, why don't you start us off? We'll start in the Eastern Conference give me seated 15 through 11 for you
0: sure uh 15 magic 14 pistons 13 wizards 12 calves and 11 raptors
1: okay so you and i are pretty close there i have the calves at 13 and the raptors at 12 and the wizards at 11 with the uh, magic and pistons at the bottom
0: yeah, I mean, the glaring one there, given what they're over under they're supposed to be, is the Wizards. I think Bradley Beal asks out eventually, and I don't think this works out too well. I know they went and got Kuzma um, and uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope from the Lakers. But I, I think a- as much as we shit on Russell Westbrook um, for his playoff woes, he's a great regular season player, and I think he was the reason why they made the playoffs last year, and he's no longer on that team.
1: Yeah, and they tried to replace him with Spencer Dinwiddie by signing him uh, yep. in that sign-and-trade with Brooklyn. They're over-under. I'm using FanDuel for all these. Uh, was thirty. It's 34.5 right now. Um, do you see them over-under that win total? I'm going to go under. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of, you know, I was looking up and down their roster, and they're actually kind of deep, but I don't know how good that depth actually is, and I'm sure they're going to be looking to trade some assets to do whatever they can to keep Beal there.
0: Yeah, they, they definitely will, and apparently he's comfortable, but we hear so-and-so's comfortable. Look at Carl Anthony Towns. He's sniffing around. Everybody's comfortable until they're not.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is kind of a, a really interesting year for him because we're getting to that point in his career where we want to know what he is. Is he a great player on a mediocre team? He's going to be hearing that. If he's comfortable with it, then fine, but you know a legacy is going to be on the line with Bradley Beal and about how he's talked about so we know what team, what players at this stage in their careers usually try to do and that's get out i know he was heavily instrumental in bringing Dinwiddie there but i mean just looking up and down this roster I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't seem to fit
0: yeah um, as for the magic who i think we both had at 15 i'm hammering the under um what's the, what's their fan to a lot
1: 22
0: and a half. Yeah, hammering that under. I This team has no identity to me. I know they went out and got Suggs. I think he can be a good player, but it seems like they have a bunch of guards that, uh, aside from Suggs, aren't point guards. They're kind of tweeners. And they have a bunch of forwards that aren't small forwards, but they're not power forwards. And then they have a bunch of centers that we don't know if they're any good or not. Mobamba, Bamba, um, what's-his-face, um, the guy from Duke, um, thinking,
1: well, they just yeah they they just gave Wendell Carter Wendell Jr. Carter. a four-year uh, uh, or a contract extension too. Yeah, so we'll he's, make, he's in their future plans.
0: He is definitely not performed up to par. We'll have to see if he's any better. Um, I'll be pounding that under anybody that's in Connecticut as of twelve oh one today. Fanduel goes fully live, so if anybody wants to use a Fanduel sportsbook app, pound that under with me.
1: Go ahead, Tom. I'm going to be having you play some bets for me. There you uh, go because you know texas is not going to be on board with this which is ridiculous for how much they love sports um yeah i agree with everything that you said about the magic i mean i, I look for terrence ross jonathan isaac to be trade pieces that contending teams are going to want come the trade deadline in february other than that i mean jalen suggs is the future of this team fultz. he's going to get a lot of run markel fultz um you got michael carter williams mm. there's just not really much there
0: Yeah, Margaret Carter-Williams, former Rookie of the Year, done nothing since. Um, Yeah, this team is just a hosh-posh group. Uh, I don't don't really see any direction in them, so I'm hammering that under. Another team, uh, Pistons, what's their over-under?
1: Same as the Magic at 22.5.
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. They might stick right around that number. I'd probably say they win 20 games even, so I guess I'm pounding the under on that one. Uh, I think Cade is uh, going to have a good year, but uh, aside from that, I guess Jerry and Grant's a fun player, but what else do they have?
1: Uh, they have Sadiq Bey, who actually played pretty well last year um, as a rookie for them, and he, he had some pretty big games sure. against good teams, but I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I'm just picking another name out for you, but this is... To me, the question is going to be is how long does it take for them to trade Grant? I know Grant's happy getting his numbers there, and congratulations to him. He's proven he can fill up the empty stat sheet. But there's going to be teams looking for him, and I would expect the position that Detroit's in to sell anybody that's that's performing well so they can get as many assets as possible. That's what bad rebuilding teams do.
0: No doubt about it, man. Um, do you want to run through all the over-unders or only one ones ones we care about?
1: I mean we can run through all of them I mean I, I got Cleveland up next they're 27 and a half I mean they had a pretty interesting offseason and drafted Evan Mobley who I think a lot of people are really going to like they he's did my not, favorite yeah they did not come to a uh, an agreement with Colin Sexton today which means he'll be a restricted free agent at the end of this season uh, they brought Jared Allen back on a $100 million deal. How do you see them shaping out? Do you like... Well, I guess I'll start. Do you like the over or under with them? I'll
0: take the over. I think they're going to be a little bit better than everybody expected, but not by much. Um, I, I just want to see what they do with Kevin Love. He's just kind of a dead ass right now.
1: Two years, and I think like $36 million left on that deal or something. It's I going think to be teams, really hard to trade that. I think teams are just waiting for the buyout. Yeah, and they seem persistent that they don't want to buy him out that's just so much money but who in god's name is trading for that contract
0: yeah if they can negotiate the buyout down i think they'll do it the nets are pretty much capped out as well as the lakers so it'll be interesting to see who goes for him but one of the contenders will
1: well let me run this by you let's let's just say that cleveland stays steadfast and doesn't want it doesn't want to buy him out knowing that there's still going to be opportunities to do that is there a bad team that will look at getting Colin Sexton in their, in their building for half a season and say, okay, if you trade a Sexton, we'll give you less and take on that salary that is Kevin Love, a la what the Nets did with Mozgov to get D'Angelo Russell a few years back and, um, and maybe sweeten the pot that way.
0: Yeah, there could be a few teams, a few takers. I'm looking at... New Orleans who I think is not going to be a great team this year and they need a little big man help outside of Zion especially because Zion is hurt although I think Kevin Love is hurt too um and then the Rockets as well maybe the Spurs yeah I mean Sexton's
1: interesting as a a restricted free agent I mean if they didn't come to terms on a deal it seems that that's signaling that they want Darius Garland running this team and if they can get anything for Sexton and maybe that thing is really just getting out of Kevin Love's contract there will be some teams I think come halfway through the season that will will take that gamble and try to resign then try to re-sign Sexton
0: yeah definitely uh as for the Raptors I don't know what their over under is I'm probably thinking like 30 34
1: you're close it's 36 and a half
0: Uh, under I think Scotty Barnes is probably a year or two away from being an impact player at all. He's going to have some fun plays this year, but he's going to be wishy-washy and up and down. And uh, I don't know. The Siakam thing is really interesting. I'm definitely thinking that they're going to end up tanking.
1: Okay, so is Siakam a member of this team by the end of the season?
0: No. So he's a trade
1: deadline guy for you? Absolutely. Okay. And then they've also got, you know, obviously Van Fleet mm-hmm. signed the big deal prior to last season. They've got Goran Dragic, who they got in the sign-and-trade for Kyle Lowry. Uh, I think he'd be able to help out a bunch of contenders. And then you're you're kind of just looking at what else are they? Uh, do they have anybody else that really stands out to you? I mean, OG Ananobi? Is-
0: he's a fun player, but I don't think he's going to move the needle for him, and I don't think he's going to – Uh, combat that that decision by Jerry to to tank
1: no and Jerry he he knows exactly what he wants out of the I mean he got a championship right so he's playing with house money now Um, I agree with you about Siakam I I wouldn't be shocked if they kept him through the summer and he was a July trade but I I just think that there's something wrong there right there's a disconnect between him and Nick Nurse, and a trade kind of seems inevitable, especially if they do what you think they're going to do.
0: The only way they go over is just if Nick Nurse drags this team.
1: Yep. Well, and they're back in Toronto this year, too, which is good for them.
0: Yeah, better than Tampa. Um, For sure. right,
1: 10 through 7, you you want to go ahead? Sure. So, in this grouping I have the Pacers at 10, uh, I got the Bulls at 9, I've got the Hornets at 8, and I've got your New York Knicks at 7.
0: Okay, I have the same teams, but just different orders, so I guess it's uh, Tomato, Tomato, Hornets, Indy, Bulls, and Knicks.
1: All right, so we both have the Knicks at Mm 7. Let's start here with the Indiana Pacers. Their over-under is at 42.5. They just signed Brogdon to a four-year extension today, so any rumors of a potential Philly-Indiana trade involving Brogdon is now out the door. What do you think of this team?
0: I think that they need to figure out what they're going to do with Miles Turner. I mean, Sabonis is a much better player, and he's going to get all the shine there. Are they going to trade him, or are they going to commit to him? Uh, If they are, they need to trade him while they can. Um, And then aside from that, I I think last year the head coach cost them probably five wins just because uh, it was an absolute joke. And I think Rick Carlisle being there is going to just give them some professionalism. And there's an adult in the room um, he's going to be able to draw much better plays and coach these guys up, and, and I like this roster. I mean, last year you were without TJ Warren, who is a guy who, in the bubble, he's just can fill it up from anywhere, and they were missing a few other players as well. So I think they they can be much improved
1: this year. I'm a Justin Holiday fan. I, I like him. Um, you know, TJ McConnell's a nice backup point guard. Jeremy Lamb can can score off the bench. Karis LeVert, I think, is the wild card yeah. for me. He's hurt, He's He's hurt. hurt again. Broken He's back. always hurt. It sucks because we've seen what he can do, but we just don't see it for a long time. I, I I have this team at 10 simply because of the injury concerns that they possess and not knowing what the hell that combo of Sabonis and Turner is going to be. Uh, do you like this over or under at 42.5? I like the over. Yeah, me too. I don't think they're going to be too bad, but they're going to be middle of the road and I think competing for that playing. Sure, yeah. I think their biggest thing is obviously hoping Levert plays and he gives them you know that instant offense. Uh, let's go to the Bulls next. They're at forty three and a half. Um, I, I kind of like the over with them. Mm-hmm. I know that they're not the most popular amongst teams, you know, or amongst evaluators with the moves that they made. But I I, I know that you were kind of clamoring for Alonzo for the Knicks. That's a really good pickup. DeRozan, I know, isn't a weak, but he's a really good scorer.
0: Closer as well.
1: I I just think that this is a pretty good team.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're they're a very, very light version of the Hawks in the sense that in order to win games, they're going to have to outscore teams. But I think they can really do that. I mean, Levine just played in the Olympics, and he had a breakout year last year. If it wasn't for Randall, I think he probably would have won Most Improved Player. Um, I think he's probably going to average 25 to 28 a game. Derozan's a guy that can go in there and close. Lonzo's a guy who can who's shown he can knock down a three, play some really good perimeter defense, and Vucevic's is, is a solid big man.
1: He is, and and they brought in Caruso too, which I thought was a pretty good, good move on off their the end. Bench. Yep, with Stanley Johnson, they signed him. I mean, the fate obviously is not sealed with Levine, um, but I, I trading and he's going to have more of an ability to make this his team, and he's going to have a point, a pass-first point guard in Lonzo um, to really facilitate him the ball and take some of the pressure off him.
0: Yeah, and a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands to make plays in Lonzo too. He can play hot potato in a good way with the ball and get the ball to the right guy in, in less than a second. Um Let's talk about the Hornets real quick. Uh, they're a fun team. Um, they did scoop up, didn't they scoop up your guy? Book Knight? They
1: took Book Knight and
0: uh, pick number 11, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a huge move for them because they moved on from Monk and they moved on from Graham. So him and Terry Rozier are going to split a little bit of time at the two guard. They've got, or they can, all three of those guys, and obviously I'm talking about LaMelo Ball as well, can play point guard. That's a really fun team.
1: It is. And you know, another guy they have that they brought in who can come off the bench and, and score pretty easily is Ish Smith. So yeah. their guard position is deep.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And then they get one of the Plumley brothers who I think is a step up from the course of Cody Zeller and whoever else they had. So I, I think this team's going to. I've got them as a 10 seed. I think they're going to find their way into the playoffs or the play. 38.5
1: 38 is their over-under.
0: Over. 40.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this team was really fun last year, and obviously, it sucked that Lamelo missed as much time as he did. But a healthy Lamelo with bringing in Book Knight and having the scoring off the bench, scary Terry, and then you've got Hayward and anything they can get out of him as long as he can be healthy. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, he played. He was playing well in the beginning of last year before his body deceived him again. Yep. And now let's talk about your Knicks. Obviously, you as the resident Knicks fan, you take the floor on this one.
0: Listen, last year was a story tale year, getting the four seed. Uh, it was a COVID-shortened season, and a lot of teams were either not in shape, not ready to play, or taking nights off, and the Knicks didn't take a single night off with Tom Thibodeau. I don't think it'll be the same this year with uh, full 82 games. You know when it's starting, so they're not going to end up in the four seed. But this team did get better, um, and, and I'm excited. I think if you can get any – you got Kemba Walker for basically nothing. If you can get anything out of him at all – Um, that's going to be a plus, and I think you're going to be able to. Derek Rose re-signed, and he's coming off the bench, so he's a candidate for sixth man of the year. Um, He might be my sixth man of the year, to be honest with you.
1: Recently engaged Derek Rose. Yes,
0: congrats to him. Um, And then, listen, I know Randall in the playoffs was abysmal. We've spoken about that. But they got him on a cheap deal, and he was great in the regular season. I think he's going to be able to do that again, especially because they pulled in a a few more three-point shooters. And if Robinson can just – I sound like a broken record, but if Robinson can just stay healthy, R.J. Barrett looks like he's taking a step forward. This team's going to be better than they were last year. Even though the record won't reflect it, I think they're going to be a more solid team.
1: They're over under right now, according to FanDuel, is at 41.5. What are you thinking? It's tough because it's a weird correlation for your Knicks. Uh, they got better, but the conference got deeper. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of sucks that, you know, you, you look based off their roster upgrades, you'd be like, wow, they were four last year. They're going to be better. But as we move on up the rungs here, every team seemed to get better and deeper as well. I think they're right around that 42 to 44 range.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over slight.
1: Me too. I, I, I just trust Tibbs. You know, they're going to get some of those hard-fought wins. That The one thing that is not a mirage from last year, although teams will not be playing so many back-to-backs against them, is they will bring it every single fucking mm-hmm. night. So there's going to be those games in late January, early February, where teams are, you know, especially contending teams, are pretty much figuring out the rest of their roadmap, particularly around the All-Star break, is how they want to play out the rest of the season. And the Knicks are going to come into your building, or you're going to have to come into Madison Square Garden, and just be like, you're going to have a very not fun 48 minutes.
0: Yeah, they they beat the brakes off people last year just off hard work. I think they'll do it not as often as last year, but they'll still be able to do it the the year coming. You ready to go six through one with the teams that are gonna that that bypass the playing game straight to a playoff series?
1: Sure thing. Just one last one last part on your Knicks. I really I love the supporting cast of shooters that you brought in this year, bringing back Burks, bringing in Fournier, and then having guys that are just a little bit more competent being able to get the ball. I, I want to see what Obi Toppin does. I think he earned some of Tibbs' trust in the postseason and down the stretch last year. He definitely I think he's going to be he's an improved
0: p- shooter this year, too.
1: Yep, me too. You kind of saw hints of that in the playoff series against Atlanta. So I, I, I think if you're a Knicks fan, you can look forward to seeing him a little bit more part of the rotation than you did last year. But, yeah, let's move six through one. Um, why don't you lead us off and, and go six through one uh, on your spot?
0: Sure. I have the Boston Celtics six, Miami Heat five, Philly four, Hawks three, Bucks two, and you're Brooklyn. I almost said New Jersey. Brooklyn. Nets, number one.
1: Okay, so we have the same teams, obviously, but we have a little different order. I have the Celtics at six like you, but this is where it starts changing up. I have Atlanta at five. I got Miami at four. I still have Philly at three. I have actually my Brooklyn Nets at two, and I have the Milwaukee Bucks at one. Um, I'll run through these over-unders and before we get into the teams. Celtics are 46.5.
0: Listen, the Celtics can't be—I think the Celtics' record and where they ended up in the season last year was a worst-case scenario for them. I don't think they can be any worse. Go over on that. And I like the okay. players that they picked up in Schroeder, um, and they got Al Horford back. They got Tristan Thompson out of town. And I think some of their, some of their young players, like Robert Williams, will be improved this year.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, I kind of agree with you. I— I really don't feel like there's a lot to talk about with Boston, right? Like, we know this team is going to go as far as Tatum and Brown take them. Brown's already hurt, no. or he's dealing with COVID, I'm sorry. He's dealing with COVID. So we'll have to see. Is if he Tatum vaccinated? COVID, I, I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. I think he is. I believe that I read that he is. Um, But I, I can't tell you 100% certainty. But this team's going to go as far as they go. Tatum had COVID last year. He admitted it took him a while to get back to where he felt like he was. Uh, But, yeah, this team's basically the same. Congrats, you brought Horford back. you brought Schroeder in. We'll see. Um, Atlanta, I have fifth. I know you had them a little bit higher at three. They're over-unders at 47.5. Why don't you talk about Atlanta for a couple minutes here?
0: I'm going to go with the over on that one. Um, This team was incredible in the playoffs. I think Trey Young has brought a new confidence to this team. They were able to retain – John Collins, sorry, his name. Um, you know I'm not good with names. Everybody get over it. I got there. Um, And also, keep in mind, Yeah, I mean, Cam Reddish had a moment in the playoffs. So if he can keep that up, that's just, you know, that's just added bonus to them. And DeAndre Hunter didn't even really play the final third of the season because he was injured. If he comes back healthy, uh, this team's got another weapon on it.
1: They do. They and hurt got her. This team is so deep. Herder was extended today too for four more years, so they've got him locked up. They've brought back Collins as you mentioned. They've got Bogdanovich and another guy. I know he, they brought him in last year, and he just seems to be in the perfect spot on this team. Is Lemon Pepper Lou Williams? Mm. He's in his spot in Atlanta, and we know he's a god awful defender. But for the regular season, he's going to have nights where he just fucking fills it up.
0: Absolutely, off the bench. absolutely. And then they got the um, they got the center out of USC from last year. He was. He, he was a lottery pick, and he did nothing for them last year. I think he's got to be at least a
1: little bit better this year, right? You would think so. And, you know, I, I just they've got Clint Capella, too, protecting that rim, and he's a perfect guy to have with that fast-break offense. So with that rim-running, big defensive center. I, I, I like a lot of this team, and they definitely gained so much confidence from going to the Eastern final last year. That was not a fluke. I mean, that team's legitimately good. I only have them at five because – as we go through the Heat, Sixers, Nets, and Bucks, no fault to Atlanta. Again, I just think these other teams are slightly better.
0: Oh, and they got uh, Jalen Johnson too. I forgot about that.
1: They're start out of Duke.
0: Yeah, there he's he's in the perfect position for them because they need another forward, and he's a guy that can play the four or the three out of Duke. So that'll be interesting. And it's Okongwu. That's who I'm thinking of.
1: That's right, yep. And Jalen Johnson was one of those guys that, like, he opted out halfway through the year and was like, ah. No, that was
0: Duke. Sucks. I mean, Duke had a – Duke was awful.
1: It was, and, and they were like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's character issues. He probably felt like he was ready for the league and no need to keep playing there. And Coach K probably sat him down, said, just focus on going pro. So we'll see what he brings on the next level. Coach K um,
0: sat him down and said, listen, dude, I'm out of here. Just so you know. So <laughs> yeah, you should get out of yeah, here too. Yeah.
1: You should get the hell out, too. You're going pro. Um, so let's see how far, you, how high you can go. Uh, let's talk about Miami. Obviously, the biggest thing that they did this offseason was bringing in Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. that heat culture, Tom, that you and I fucking detest. Mm-hmm. But they, it is a real thing, you know, for certain also players. Brought in, am.
0: Also brought in new champ, P.J. Tucker.
1: Yep. And they brought back Oladipo, which I think is a big deal if he can stay healthy. Um because obviously, we've seen what he can do. I think Lowry is a perfect guy for that team. Udonis
0: um, has him still on the team.
1: He's still on the team. And you've got Bam, you've got Hero, you've got Duncan Robinson. They brought in Markeith Morris, too. Mm-hmm. So this team's pretty good. I like them at four here. They're a 48 and a half point, or a 48 and a half uh, over under. I like the over.
0: I, I think they're going to hit the over. It, it, this team is old. Um, Jimmy and Jimmy and Kyle have a lot of miles under their belt. Kyle's 35. Jimmy's an old 32 with some Tibbs minutes tucked in there for a long time. In my opinion, I mean, Bam's going to do his thing. Jimmy and Kyle are dogs. They're going to do their thing. This team goes as Tyler Hero goes. Uh, if he steps up this year and takes that next step that you thought he was going to take last year, then, yeah, absolutely, they could probably be a 4 even a three seed but if he regresses maybe that under is looking a little better i'm sticking with the over
1: me too Uh, the only side to the argument i can see and i was actually struggling with how to order some of these teams after boston was because i just don't know how how much the gas pedal that they're going to go because of the that age and those miles that you referenced Uh, they might be one of those teams that takes nights off and doesn't try to win but they still have enough talent, I think, where even if you sit Jimmy for a night or sit Lowry for a night, they still have enough talent to win ball games. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they do. But, I mean, in those big games, we're going to see. And I'm not talking about a night or here and there. I'm talking about if Jimmy misses a month and Kyle misses a month. I mean, that's, that's almost a death sentence, although they do have one thing looming that may change everything. If Victor Oladipo can go back to Indiana, Oladipo, then we're all
1: wrong. Right, because he's capable of winning games on his own on the nights that those guys don't play or if there is a a, a stretch of an injury and he steps in, I mean, he can be the alpha there. All right, Tom, you have the Sixers at four. I'll give you their over-under real fast, and then I want you to talk about them because I still have them at three, even with the Simmons drama, which I know we're going to have to discuss, but they're at 50 and a half. Uh,
0: That's such a tough number. That. The Vegas did a good job there. They put it right in the Vegas zone where nobody wants to bet it. Uh, I really don't. I, I really don't know how I feel about it. Um, Andre Drummond looks terrible. Your boy. Um, My boy. I'm gonna go under. Honestly, I'm gonna go under. I might. I might even flip flop the Heat and the Sixers here.
1: Ooh, doing this on the fly. I like it. We're we're talking things out. This is is not set in stone until the pod's over.
0: Is Ben Simmons ever going to play a game for the Sixers again? That's my first question.
1: Well, we we asked this question. I think I posed it to you when we talked Kyrie and Simmons last week, and there's been even further development since. I still hold out a chance, but you emphatically said no. So has your stance changed at all?
0: I still don't think he plays. Okay. I still don't what? think he plays. So you're missing Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid is good for I'd say what? At least a month missed this season?
1: He was pretty durable last year.
0: He missed some time.
1: He was I mean he'll always miss some time, but exactly. compared to years past.
0: Well was, compared to not durable. compared to not playing at all, yes. Agreed. <laughs> I agreed on that. With that being said, if Tobias Harris is your best player, you're going under.
1: Okay, so let's talk Simmons real fast before we discuss the rest of this roster and how I think they can shake out. The reason I have them at an over, and not by much, I mean, at 50 and a half, I could see them winning 52 games, but I just think Embiid, when he's on he's an unstoppable fucking force that just teams cannot contend with. So he's good enough there. And the rest of the supporting cast, I think is fine to win some regular season games. There are some bad teams that they're going to be playing, but Simmons today was a half participant. He was literally doing defensive drills with his phone in his pocket. He's back in Philly, but it doesn't seem like he really wants to play. It doesn't seem like the Sixers are eager to have him playing. He hasn't, their opening night's not here yet, so they haven't made a decision on whether he's playing or not. I can't imagine he is just from a conditioning standpoint, but, I mean, when when is this situation going to be resolved in either way? Whether it be a trade or they tell him to go back, like, what what is happening with this weird situation?
0: I couldn't tell you. It's like radio silence right now, and I think that's by design. It's
1: probably by design. From the just- Sixers they're holding out hope because they're trying to trade him like he's a superstar or Mm -hmm. at least a star, but he's not really. I mean, he, he is by name and and parts of his game, but he's lost so much value. Is there going to be, I guess I'll pose this question to you. Do you see a team between November and February when the trade deadline hits that just decides, fuck it. We're just going to give up finally the asking price that Philly wants.
0: I think that's a two-pronged question. It's one, I think Philly, if it does happen, I think Philly lowers their price a little bit or adjusts. Lowers or adjusts their price because I'm looking at a few teams here that could. I'm looking at the Blazers if they get off to a bad start. They could get the assets they want. I'm looking at the Kings who said they weren't interested in them. Okay, they could get the assets they want. And if they're willing to make adjustments, to instead of getting a star player getting draft pick package I'm looking at the Pelicans and the Rockets and possibly the Spurs.
1: Tom, I've done more research for this preview than I have for the previous years and I actually went to the trade machine and completed <laughs> trades, fake trades for Simmons. I did the same with Kyrie, which we'll get to in a minute, but what's talking Kyrie's
0: not <laughs> happening. Why are you wasting your fucking time? But go because on. Because
1: because he said he's not retiring, and I do think that that's a big deal. Um, and it's fun to do, so shut up. Um, Simmons fake trades. De'Aaron Fox for Simmons, straight up. Who says no? Kings. Simmons for Porzingis, straight up. Who says no?
0: Daryl says no to that.
1: Simmons for D'Angelo Russell and Josh Okogie in Ooh. Minnesota.
0: That's interesting. You're basically getting the opposite end of the spectrum—a good defense, a good offensive player that plays zero defense. They're both lefties, though, and Kogi's a good young player. That could be an interesting trade. They'd probably have to throw in a pick.
1: New Orleans is trying to do everything they can to make Zion want to stay and keep that franchise there. We've kind of talked about at multiple occasions whose team is it—Zion's or Ingram's. So why don't we solve this? Ben Simmons for Ingram. You play Simmons with, uh, with Zion. Mm, that's not enough. Ingram, it's not you enough put for Ingram, Ingram on that team. Not no, not no. for Ingram. No, not for wow. me. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do if I were New Orleans. I'd say, wait a minute. Ingram's much better. All right, let's go to Memphis real fast. Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, and Jared Culver for Ben Simmons.
0: Hmm. D- Dylan Brooks can hoop, man. I don't know. I would do that deal, though. I would do that deal. Dylan Brooks is a little older.
1: For both sides, too, right? You Mm -hmm. put Simmons with Ja. I think that's an electric backcourt in Memphis. Um, You mentioned Portland, CJ McCollum, and Anthony Simons just to make the contracts work for Simmons. Done deal on both sides. Yep. Last two here for you. Simmons for Pascal Siakam. Both diminished assets.
0: See, the problem is, I think... Pascal is very diminished as well because he regressed on the court as well as falling out of favor in Toronto, or Toronto fell out of favor with him. So I think I'd have to ask for a little more as Daryl Morey.
1: Gives Philly that really good wing presence, though, if you slide him in. True. Still, so He might that. fit better there, but that's fair. And then the last one, an irrelevant team get somebody relevant. Ben Simmons to Orlando for Jonathan Isaac and Terrence Ross.
0: Mm, if you change out Terrence Ross to get Fultz back, I'd do it.
1: Okay, so those are just some some ones that I came up with. I, I mean, I think, obviously, this is going to resolve in a trade. The question is to whom and when. The rest of the supporting cast I still like. I mean, Tobias Harris, obviously, is their next best player, but Seth Curry's legit. And i got to tell you, man, one guy who doesn't get talked about enough who's a really good player is, Kirk, is Korkmaz.
0: Yeah, no, they, they are good players, but again, if – if Ben Simmons doesn't play, which I don't think he will, and Embiid gets hurt, which he does every year, are they going to be able to win games for that three weeks that he's out?
1: It's tough. Yeah, it, it is tough. There's no, there's no doubt about it.
0: You want to give me your Kyrie trades before we move on, because this is going to be laughable. <laughs>
1: Sure. So let's move over to Brooklyn. I have not finishing second, just because I do think the first month is going to take them a little bit. They're I actually going have to be shot first.
0: Um, I think. Yeah. I think Kyrie being absent, given the circumstances of him either being absent or only playing a quarter of your games or whatever it may be, I think this is the best thing to happen to them, given the circumstances, because they have more stability. They know who they are. They know who they have. Blake Griffin's going to play a bigger role, and KD and Harden are going to step up. You guys are fine.
1: I think we're fine I mean I just I'm, I'm thinking that the first month or so might be a little bit of rough sledding because they're gonna play so many different so many different lineups their rotations are gonna be all over the place trying to find out who fits where I do like the fact that they have more more size you bring Aldrich back Claxton's another year older you have Griffin you have Millsap who I like And then, obviously, Cam Thomas is somebody who, if he gets an opportunity, we know he can score. And the rest of this team, obviously, you got Harden and Durant. As long as they're healthy, they're going to be really, really good. Kyrie's obviously not on the team right now, as far as anybody's concerned. Patty Mills was a huge signing, which we talked about in the summer. I think he's going to do so much for this team. And I kind of like Javon Carter as another point guard option.
0: Yeah, I definitely do. He's at, what, West Virginia?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and he was he good was in, uh, very good defender he picks guys up like 92 feet it's pretty yeah. uh, it's pretty crazy He'll but yeah I like spark. I like the energy he brings um, so yeah I, I, they're gonna be fine I think it might just take them a little bit to find their footing but alright well I'll just run through these fast I don't wanna waste too much time the only reason I thought it was apropos was because he did say on his IGY Bucks but,
0: and Nets I'm going over by the way so we don't even have oh, to talk about them I'm going over okay. both
1: <laughs> okay there we go alright Irving for McCollum and Simons. No. Buddy Heald and um, and Tristan Thompson. That's a diminished return for Brooklyn. I was
0: gonna I was gonna be a dick and say no to every single one, but I would do that.
1: <laughs> you don't even know. Another one with the Kings is Harrison Barnes and Marvin Bagley.
0: No if I'm the nuts, I'd take my chance with Kyrie. Oof. Yeah,
1: yeah. Porzingis and Jalen Brunson.
0: I would do that if I was the Nets in a heartbeat. I don't think Eric, I wouldn't do that if I was the Mavs, but I would do that if I was the Nets.
1: Eric Gordon and Christian Wood.
0: <sighs> Eric Christian Wood's good.
1: The only reason I did these trades, too, was I didn't put them in any markets where the vaccine mandate exists. So, like, all these trades would be going to go into places where at least for now he'd be able to play. I just,
0: before you keep going, I, he's not going to get traded. No team will trade for him. I, I hope you know that.
1: Yeah, as of right now, for sure. I just did think that it was interesting because obviously, Woesh was like, "Listen, he's not. No team is going to touch him." And then he's like, "Listen, I'm not retiring." So if he has this ruptured relationship with Nets, he has a player option. For Listen, I get I, get, I get, he said,
0: million. I get, he said he's not retiring. But uh, uh, two months ago, he was at your owner's pad in somewhere in California, and the, before, he was going to say he was going to get a shot the next day. And then he never got the shot. So, do we really trust his word?
1: No, of course not. But I, I, am just thinking it out. Where the Nets might just be you're like, desperate. Fuck
0: it. You're a desperate Nets fan, and you're just trying to salvage the situation here, and you're not thinking logically. Kyrie's <laughs> Kyrie is not either. The only one of two things is going to happen here. Okay, he's not going to get traded. I love these little trades you're doing. They're very cute.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: they're fun. They're, I'm that's sure all they're was. fun. But either Kyrie's going to get the vaccine or, God willing, for all of us, including Kyrie Irving, COVID is going to get better and they're going to lift the mandate. One of those two things are going to happen or we're going to be in limbo like we are right now.
1: This is why you're no fun, because I obviously know all of this is happening. I'm just throwing these out there. All right, give me a few more. Potentials. So that was all I was doing. I know what's going to happen. He's not going anywhere. Give me your favorite one. Give me
0: your favorite one.
1: All right. Let's see. I did that same Memphis trade, by the way. I don't hate it. Okay, here's my favorite one. This is just we know he's going to ask out, and he's from the area, and just trade Kyrie for Carl Anthony Town straight up.
0: Minnesota won't do that.
1: No, they won't. But they might – I mean, listen, they're going to have to do whatever. But, yeah, that would be pretty funny if Kyrie and D'Angelo Russell played together in Minnesota. Listen, I obviously know this isn't happening. I just did these because I had some time to kill, and pretty much everybody else likes to come up with fake traits. But, yeah, he's going to be a member of the Nets, or he's not going to play at all, and that's going to be it. Um, Kyrie's –
0: you went with the the from-the-area approach. Interesting, because Kyrie's from the
1: area too. Yeah, I mean, again, (laughs) we kind of said it last week where I was just like – God, I feel so stupid and naive for believing that this was going to happen. And obviously we couldn't predict a pandemic and him not playing through it or getting vaccinated t- two years ago before he played his first game as a net. But it's just like, Jesus, if you're not going to make it work here, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Last team we'll talk about in the East is the defending champion bucks. They're at 54 and a half. Oh, I have them being first place because they're just going to be the most stable over for me too. I just have the Nets
0: because I think they're going to be even better. I think Durant and Harden might be better than Durant, Harden, and Kyrie, believe it or not. I think it might be addition by subtraction, and these two are going to cook.
1: I don't think you're necessarily wrong. (laughs) You're hoping. These two guys just absolutely ball out and have their – you know, build their rapport and obviously this team is so the nets that is is so much deeper than they were last year. Um, Milwaukee, they retained Bobby Portis. They lost PJ Tucker, which I don't really think is that big of a loss. Uh, they bring in Rodney Hood. They bring in Semi Augelet. I mean those are guys that are the fine. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. He got a two year deal today. But yeah, this is I mean they have Giannis who, you know, silenced the silenced the doubters last year and they're gonna be I think they got their – everything broke for them last year, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, you ready to move over to the West? Let's
0: do it. Who's going to your Eastern Conference Finals, by the way, before we move over?
1: All right, for my Eastern Conference Final, I'm actually going to surprise you with my second team. I, of course, have my Brooklyn Nets. I have the Miami Heat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the way this team is put together. And if they stay healthy, I think this is a team that can go on a deep run.
0: All right. I have the Nets against the Bucks. Who do you have moving on? I have Brooklyn going to the finals. I have the Bucks going back to the finals. All right. All right. Let's move on to the West 15 through 11. 15, I have OKC. 14, I have the Rockets. 13 I have the Pelicans, 12 I have the Spurs, and 11 I have the Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: All right, I've got the Thunder at 15, I've got the Rockets at 14, I've got the T-Wolves at 13, the Spurs at 12, and the Pelicans at 11.
0: All right, so, Sean, all of our tiers have been in lockstep, we don't have any surprise teams making the playoffs, but we're just moving a few teams around here, that's kind of irrelevant, they're all missing the playoffs. OKC is going to tank the Rockets. Everything's going to run through Jalen Green. Uh, John Wall is not playing with them this year, I don't think. Uh, They're going to look to trade him or buy him out, probably buy him out. Um, Under for both of them for me. I don't care what the number is, to be honest. Um, (laughs) It's under. If you told me two games, I'd say under. Um, (laughs) Pelicans. Uh, Zion is already out um, that was a hodgepodge group. I already used that once today, but listen, you're feeling that word. Keep using yeah, it. Yeah, it's they don't have uh, they don't have a point guard at all now, right? No. So I mean, I guess you could say Zion's gonna run point, but you don't want Zion bringing the ball up all the time, um, and I like Ingram, but. They kind of step on each other's toes, and they don't really have much else aside from that. So I really don't like this team. I think this team's going to get sold. I'm hoping that they move to Seattle. That'd be really fun to have Zion in Seattle, and I don't think New Orleans needs or deserves a basketball team. No offense. I'm sure I'm not making any friends down there. I'd like to see a team (laughs) there, and I'd like to see a team move to Vegas, probably the Kings. Not making any friends, friends in Sacramento either. Um, Spurs, the bo- most boring roster in the NBA. And then the T Wolves are a joke. Under, under, yep. under, under, under. All under, fine. under,
1: under, under, under. Yeah, so, all right, so you don't want me to read the numbers to you, so that's fine. Um, hmm. They're all terrible teams. Um, yeah, I mean, the Rockets is going to be. Is Christian Wood being too much of a uh, ball hog and, and irritant and uh, getting and in the way of Jalen Green? If he is, they'll ship him out because this—the future is Jalen Green. We know that they have literally nothing else. Uh, the Pelicans—they brought in fucking Thomas Saranski. They drafted Herb Jones. That's like what you're looking at from a point guard standpoint. Like they're just—they're just bad. They're just a really bad team, and Zion's hurt. And they just don't make any sense, man. Um, what David Griffin has done there with what he had by the time they drafted zion is truly an abomination i'm looking up and down this roster jackson hayes no one knows what the fuck he is valentine is graham ugh, josh hart's probably the next Devonte graham i think they want. had to
0: give up a first round pick to get him by the way
1: just so bad for the rights to uh, pay him it's, yeah uh, it's, it's 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 completely mind-numbing um Moving on, you got the Spurs. They don't have an A-list player on that team. I mean, DeJounte, I love DeJounte nice
0: Murray. I DeJounte Murray, but... And Keldon Johnson, I guess, because he was on the Olympic team. I don't know. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, you none of those Pop guys was also really, the coach. Right. None of those guys you're screaming about are going to sell out tickets. And this sounds like it might be Pop's last year. So we'll see what direction that team goes in. Um, you mentioned the Thunder. I mean, my God, dude. This team... Lou Dort, Derek Favors, SGA, and, like, they drafted Jeremiah, Robinson Earl. Like, they like those three-part names. Um, that's really all that I have on this team. That's, like, like oh, like my I like Dort, and I love SGA. Sure. Uh, SGA is by far, you know, that's his team now. And then the T-Wolves are just the T-Wolves. They're completely – they live in obscurity. You've got Cat, who's probably going to be asking out, even though he they got him D'Angelo Russell, whom he wanted – Russell is what he is. Uh, And Anthony Edwards, I mean, he's probably going to have that tough dynamic with Cat, right? Because that's been Cat's franchise, but it seems like Anthony Edwards, that's his franchise now.
0: Yeah, I think Cat's gone soon. All right, so that's those teams. We don't have to
1: spend any more time on that. Why don't you give me your 10 through 7?
0: 10 Kings, 9 Grizz, 8 Warriors, 7 Clippers.
1: All right. I got Kings at ten as well. I got Memphis at nine. I got Dallas at eight and Portland at seven.
0: Oof! You're a little high on the Clippers, my friend.
1: I know, but not by a lot. I mean, you know, I have I have them resting at six as a spoiler. There, I mean, I don't love them, but let's talk about the Kings. They're they're win. They're over unders at thirty six and a half.
0: Ooh, pound the over.
1: They have a lot of talent on this team, bro.
0: It's got to come together at some point. Luke Walton needs to get fired. Then they'll figure it out. Sorry, don't like to ask for people's jobs, but I could do a better job there. Um, pound the over. Fox is going to have a good year. Heald's going to have a good year. And I really like uh, Mitchell.
1: Yeah, I like Mitchell a lot. I mean, this team, to me, there's there's a lot of talent on this team. I just don't understand for the life of me how they haven't put together better seasons it has to is it truly only all luke Wil- luke walton no. or are some of these guys just not good they haven't at made the playoffs
0: yet? in 15 years it can't be 15 all 15 years
1: walton. i mean you've got rashawn holmes too uh they they've got barnes and Halliburton. like there's so much talent on this fucking team but bagley. it just comes up empty bagley exactly dude it's I expect them to be a lot better, but they're still going to be in that playoff because the, the rest of the conference is really good. Uh, Memphis, they're at 41-and-a-half. They're over-under. jaw is electric, and they have some other players. They locked up it, Triple J. Today. Yeah, Jaron Jackson just deal.
0: got signed. He, he's just a matter of health. I think he's a good player, good rim protector. He can spread the floor out, um, can play with his back of the basket a little bit. I love Dylan Brooks. I like Kyle Anderson. I think this team is just solid. What's their over-under?
1: They are sitting at 41.5. I'm going to go under. Yeah. Brandon Clark, too, is a nice little player.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go slight under. What did you say? They're 41.5? I think
1: they're right at 40. Okay. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at with them, too. And then at 8, I have Dallas. They're at 48.5, which is a lot higher than some of the other teams that I have picked going in that were walked into the postseason. Over. Um, I, I I know. It's I'm slamming
0: I'm, the over. Listen, the I'll only reason why they don't get him. the over is because I don't trust Jason Kidd. At all. What has
1: he done what has he done in his past coaching career to earn anyone's trust, right? Champ assistant coach. <laughs> Champ assistant coach. Well congrats to him for that. Um I think yeah, Porzingis is going to
0: have a big year as well.
1: Oh, my God, man. He has to be. I mean, he mm-hmm. looked like a corpse last year.
0: I think he was hurt and out of shape.
1: We've been saying that for a few years now about him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he comes back in with a vengeance this year, and you see a little bit more in Knicks, Porzingis.
1: For Dallas's sake, I fucking hope so. I mean, they brought back Hardaway, which I thought was really important. They, they have Brunson. They brought in Reggie Bullock to bang some threes. Maxi Kleber is a good player. Um, But they're going to go as Luka goes, and we've seen him almost win playoff series on his own. So even though I think that he's incredible, I just don't know if I trust the rest of that team for anything more than fighting for that play-in spot. Mm. Let's
0: talk about the Warriors. All right. What's their over under
1: the Warriors are sitting at 47 and a half. Mm, under. So, Clay is due back in, like, January, I think, right?
0: Yeah, and that's a tough injury to come back from. An Achilles? Yep. I mean, Draymond's another year older. And, After an ACL. Yeah, back-to-back, because back, he hasn't played since the finals. And what year was that, 2019? Pre-COVID. Yep, yep. Um. And then, you know relying on Jordan you're heavily relying on Jordan Poole um, James Wiseman and Kaminga sorry I I couldn't remember who they drafted Kaminga to to play some impact minutes and I think Iguodala's washed up as well I I don't think he has much left in the tank Uh, Steph can only do so much I think he's obviously going to lead this team to the play-in game but I, I don't see them getting into the top six
1: they brought in Otto Porter Jr., too. It would be some scoring off the bench. Um, obviously, you got Wiggins, who got vaccinated, so he's going to be playing. Take a note, Kyrie. Um, I guess the obvious elephant in the room here is what are they doing with their three really young players in Wiseman, Moody, and Kaminga?
0: Moody? Who's Moody?
1: Moses Moody, he was oh, there. Oh, yes, he was there. Second draft pick Yes, yes, yes. And Poole.
0: Poole, as well.
1: Yep. Who apparently
0: there was an article about him that he could be the next star. I mean, maybe you just get him in that infrastructure and, and they start performing well and, and learning from, from some champs.
1: Problem the, is they the, need to play. Right. Uh, they're in a weird spot because last year, you know, they were playing with house money. They obviously had that terrible year. In the uh, COVID year, Steph got hurt, Clay was out, Durant left. They didn't have anything, and they were terrible, but they knew that. And then this past year, they go to the play-in game. They lose to Memphis, um, and Steph was playing hero ball because he had to. They didn't have anybody else. And it was some of the best ball that Steph had honestly played in his career. They're expecting in the second half to have Clay back, but what's it, what are his minutes going to look like? They, they're kind of in this – quasi win now mode still with, with their stars but now they also have these young players for youth so why I ask that question is are they pooling Wiseman Moody, Kaminga maybe even Poole together to go do something pretty crazy at the deadline
0: mm, interesting question and, and let me know what are you thinking like I think that's honestly too much for Beal
1: maybe they won't move all of those guys But, I mean, Bradley Beal's name has been mentioned. I mean, you can just make what you do best, which is shooting, even better. I mean, Simmons' name has been linked to them. I don't think it would be an issue playing him with Draymond, despite what other analysts say. I think that they would work that out. But the question is, is, as we talked about with with Simmons, what's his value and what's Philly going to command and what does Golden State want to do? I don't think they're going to give these young guys away. And then there's the rest of the market. I mean, I'm sure they could look up up the state and Sacramento and some of the guys on that team would fit really well. I, I don't know, but I, I would say that I don't believe some of these guys are going to be here that long. What say you?
0: Interesting. I think they're there to stay and that's why I'm going under. I think they're going to try and play it out.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. A little difference of opinion there. Um, they're just in a weird spot. Uh, nothing that they do would surprise me. I just want to know. How eager are they going to be to try to get one or two more championships out of Steph, Clay, and Draymond?
0: Listen, uh, if Clay was healthy, I'd be more on your side. But Clay's Clay's not coming back till you said January, and he's not going to be back back until next year,
1: if that. Right, right. Yeah, he's they're going to ease him back into it, um, and we'll see how much they get out of him. Let's talk Clippers. So I have him at six. Maybe a little higher than you have them.
0: Oh, I'm at seven, so I guess we're, I guess we're together there.
1: They're at forty-five and a half. What do you feel there? Under. Okay, so talk talk to me. Why do you have the Clippers where you have them?
0: Kawhi's not playing this year, um, and I just don't know if Paul George can carry this team. That's really that's really the only thing I have to say.
1: Yeah, it's a fair question. He played much better last year than he had in the past. To me, I still think there's enough talent there to be in that 6-7 range. Um, I mean,
0: who's their third best player, though? Their second best player as of now? Luke Crenard? Reggie Jackson, maybe? True, he did have a little bit of a breakout, but I think he's much better as an ancillary piece.
1: You know, a name that interests me with them, and they're bringing him back, is Eric Bledsoe? Hmm. I know he's a he's a bum in the playoffs, and you you're not winning a championship with him being one of your best players. That is an all out fact, and we've known that for a while. But he's a good regular season player. I mean, I I also let's not get the two twisted. I think he's a good player, and they brought in Harry Giles in third. They got a Baca. They they got a lot more out of Batum last year than I think people expected. Terrence Mann looks pretty good, and they still have Marcus Morris.
0: Yeah, they look like about a 7 seed to me. Right. I mean, they're 6 yeah. seed to you. What's the difference?
1: Exactly. Not much of it. I mean, we obviously know without Kawhi, they're not going to be one of the elite teams in that conference. Um, why don't you talk to me about Portland and what you think out of them? They're at 44.5, by the way.
0: I've got Portland at 6. Um, I'm going to take the over on 44.5. I think that they can be better than this year. I think it's a big Nerkich, um breakout year. And I think Dame and CJ just run it back another year and they just get a little bit better. This team's a little bit more complete than it's ever been with Covington and Powell on this team as well. Um, I just think that they're better than than the teams they're in front of.
1: You know, another huge move that I felt like slid under the radar during the frenzy that was free agency this year and, and the trade season was they brought in Larry Nance Jr., i think he's gonna fit really well on that team
0: yeah he's gonna be the what zach collins was supposed to be for them um who's on the spurs now very spurs like player um but you know collins could never stay healthy and i i think larry nance is gonna do a really good job filling that role
1: yeah me too and powell you know he really balled out for them when they acquired him from toronto at the deadline last year ben macklemore you know he might give them a little offense off the uh Off the bench. He actually played pretty well for for the uh, Lakers last year in limited time. It's going to come down to the health of McCollum and Nurkic to me. I mean, as to what this team is really going to be. We know what Dame is. He's an elite, you know, bona fide superstar. The rest of the guys, they're going to play their roles and be fine. They signed Dennis Smith Jr. Let's see if they do anything with him and find something that other teams, including your Knicks, couldn't. But if they can get 65 games out of Nurkic. And sixty-five to seventy-five games out of McCollum, I think that this team's going to be a lot higher than where I have them. I just question the, the health. health.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely a fair question. It's that question's answered every single year with them both being injured. So I don't really blame you for having them where you do. Um, who do you have at number five?
1: I have the Warriors at five. Okay, we just, already just talked the about that. So we talked about that.
0: Let's talk about the Nuggets next. Who do you where do you have them? Even with Murray them, coming back. Maybe right around the same time Clay does, if at all.
1: I had them at four with you, so I'll let you lead off with them.
0: I got them at five, I got the Mass at four, but what's our over under? Uh forty seven and a half. I think I think they can eclipse that number. They got the reigning MVP on their team. Morris is a good head coach. And Porter, man, he just signed a big extension. I think he can make an impact.
1: They're banking on it, right? Especially with murray being out for an extended period of time they also extended aaron gordon they're going to try to make that fit and mm-hmm. then they brought in jeff green who i thought played really well for the nets last year and they brought back will barton so you had them at, you said that you had them at five
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah, yeah what you got them what at four you said i got them at four do you think that there's any chance that this team if they if health breaks their way and they get lucky with murray that this is a team that might be one of the dark horses to get to the west final. Or yeah. are they kind of capped in that second round there.
0: I mean, listen, it's going to take some injuries to the Suns, Lakers and Suns Lakers Jazz and Mavs to me, but I think they can definitely find their way in there.
1: So, I kind of want you to go over Dallas a little bit more than we talked about. You said that they're going to get more out of Porzingis, but I think the Luka effect does he take that step this year? I picked him to be MVP last year, and he wasn't that. I know he played well in the playoffs, but where you have them seated, you've got to expect that Luka is going to hit superstardom this year, right?
0: Yeah, I think he's already hit that superstardom level. Um, I don't even have him pick for my MVP this year. I, I still think he's going to be first-team All-NBA. I just I think I picked him for MVP either the last two years or definitely at least last year. Um, so I'm gonna stay away from that pick this year, but I mean, they went out and they got another center and Moses Brown to back him up. I, I like him. I like him. Um, Brunson, I think, is gonna take another step forward this year. They got Reggie Bullock, who I'm gonna miss him for the Knicks. He was a pretty good shooter, as much as he pained me. Um, I, I just like this roster. Hardaway Junior is another guy who. You know, he can put the ball in the basket, another former Nick, and another former Nick is Frankie Nicotine. Huh?
1: <laughs> I totally forgot they brought in Frankie Smokes. Yeah,
0: I'm only joking about that. I don't think he's going to make much of an impact, although he might be able to come off the bench and make up for some defense that Bronson and Luca and a few other guys can't play because he was a very good defender. I just think between their, their second-best player being Porzingis through their – Probably fifth best player being Brunson, um, Powell. You know, you throw Hardaway in there, and then Kleber. I-, I think that they can. I think that they can end up getting this fourth seed. What's their over under?
1: Uh, they're sitting at forty eight and a half.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I could see them getting the fifty wins, my friend.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, you're you're painting a, a very rosy picture of them, uh, and I. I not completely against what you're saying because they are one of those squads. Or if, I mean, like you said, if Porzingis becomes Nick's Porzingis. Look out. And Luca is what I think he can even take another step, but that the rest of that supporting cast, it's kind of like how I feel about Portland, like between both injuries and production, I could see them as high as like, if they finished fourth or third, would I be like absolutely shocked? No. But if they finished like eighth or seventh or sixth, I wouldn't be that surprised either. Um, I'm gonna assume that you got Utah sitting at two.
0: No, I got Utah at one.
1: Ooh, okay. So uh, you got Utah at one. All right. Well, why don't we talk Utah? I have them at two. I'll let you lead off. Tell me why you have them once again as the top seed in the West.
0: Because I think one Utah wants it more than the Lakers or the Suns, who are the only other two teams. So I think can compete for that. I think they have their eyes more on the on the championship and. I just think that they're built for the regular season. I, I, I don't think... I, it's not like I don't even have them making the conference finals, much less the NBA finals. But I, I think this team's built really well for the regular season. Bogdanovich is returning. Clarkson, the sixth man of the year. Conley's coming in healthy. Rudy Gay seems to get better with age. Gobert's going to do what he's going to do. You got Ingles, Mitchell. I mean, this team is really, really deep. They went out and got Pascal. If Hassan Whiteside can be even a a good backup for five minutes a game, you won with that. So Elijah Hughes is on this team. By the way, he went to my high school. No big deal. Whoa. Yeah, no big deal. Um, Of course not. And I I just I like
1: the makeup of this team. I love the makeup of this team. I only have them second because of what what I expect the Lakers to do. Uh, which is not a knock on Utah. Uh, obviously, I see so you have the Suns third. Reason. I have the Suns third. Yeah, I have um, the Lakers
0: third, and and that has nothing to do with who I think is gonna go to the finals or win the championship or anything. It just has to do with the fact that I think their Lakers have the eye their eyes on the prize, and that's winning an NBA title. And there's gonna be a lot of R and R for that team. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean that that is certainly. Uh, a common thought uh the last thing i'm going to say about utah is i really hate the disrespect that this team gets because of their shortcomings in the playoffs people just continue to not distinguish between what the regular season is and what the playoffs are we're not saying that i don't think either of us at least i'm going to speak for myself has utah going to the nba finals nope but they're a fucking loaded team that's going to win a shit ton of regular season games and I just love Phoenix. I mean, just to talk about Phoenix real fast, I don't think last year was a fluke. And I know they weren't able to extend Aiton, so they're going to have that hanging over their head. But Chris Paul seems to be in a perfect spot with Booker. Booker is, I think, going to be an MVP candidate and a popular one for a lot of people. He's not mine, but he's you know I think he's going to play to that kind of level. And the rest of this team is really good. They brought in Shamit, who I know is polarizing, but he can shoot the three. He adds them another dimension off the bench. And this team is just really solid front to back.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, I I had a really hard time picking between the Lakers and the Suns to go to the NBA Finals. I really did. Uh, I, who did you have? Give me. Well, first, give me your over unders. But I think we did the. Uh, I think we did. What's the Jazz's over under?
1: So the Jazz are fifty three and a half, and the Suns are fifty one and a half.
0: I'm going to hit the over for the Jazz and the Suns, honestly, because I have the West being so bottom bottomed out. I have all those teams hitting the under. What's the Lakers? 52-and-a-half. Mm, I think they stick right there. So
1: they're right in between Utah and Phoenix. Mm,
0: okay. So who is your Western Conference Finals?
1: I have the Lakers and... I want to keep the little bit of surprise like I did in the East. I have the Golden State Warriors because I think they're going to pull off a massive trade at the deadline.
0: Wow. I don't know
1: for who yet, but it's going to be somebody that's crazy important and and takes them to that next level. Um, I wouldn't be obviously surprised with the others. How about you? Who do you have?
0: I have the Suns and the Lakers again, and this time the Lakers are going back to the NBA Finals. Who do you have going to the Finals, by the way?
1: I have the Lakers, too, and I guess we can wrap up real fast talking about them. Their roster's really weird. It's really old. The questions, I think, are fair. You're right in saying that they probably won't care about the one seed, but also I think it really hurt them last year that with the injuries and then not really going full bore that they had to be – they finished eight, right? They played – They or no, they finished seventh, mm-hmm. and uh, and Phoenix was two. And they don't want to deal with that because even if, you know, you, you play the risk there, you're going to play a much better opponent early on. You don't want to do that. It's going to take them a while. I, I don't think they're going to come out of the gates clicking on all cylinders. Do you?
0: No, they've got a lot to figure out. I mean, uh, do you see Melo and, and some of these other vets getting a lot of minutes towards the end? No, I think, in my opinion, I think, Monk's going to get more minutes when everything gets felt out. I mean, you know I own a lot of stock in him still. I love him. Oh, Monk. yeah. Uh, Horton Tucker and everybody. But at the beginning, you're going to be giving Mello and some of these other vets a lot more minutes. But I think what's going to hold them above water in the regular season, above all, is is the same reason why the Wizards made the playoffs last year. Yuck. Russell Westbrook is probably Yuck. the best regular season player in the NBA.
1: I am in total lockstep with you, Tom. And if you remember... Last year, I said that about when the Nets got hard. Obviously not counting the Kyrie thing, but I knew Kyrie was fragile and Durant was playing his first full year, and I said they did this because you never, ever, ever, ever have to worry about them suiting up and playing, and when everybody else wants to take one of those off days midway through the year, Russ is going to be going 110%.
0: Yep, and he's going to win them a few games single-handedly in the middle of February.
1: No fucking doubt. But, you know, just to close with them, it's really weird. I mean, Dwight's back. He gives them some versatility. You've got fucking – they brought in uh, DeAndre Jordan. But here's where it gets interesting, right, because you've got Kendrick Nunn, who I actually like as a player. I thought he was good in Miami. And you've got your boy Malik Monk. But they also have Rondo. And they also have Wayne Ellington. And they also have Bazemore. I mean, so there's a real – difference between... I know Monk and uh, Nunn took the deals because they think playing on a championship team is going to get them you know where they want to be as far as contracts and somewhere else, but I think it's going to do the opposite because we know what Frank Vogel's going to do and what LeBron's going to do as the season goes on and they play. Those guys aren't going to see the court late in games. It's going to be Ariza, it's going to be Rondo. It's going to be Ellington. It's going to be Bazemore. It's going to be Carmelo. Like, I don't see a scenario in which Monk and Nunn are playing down the stretch in close games.
0: Yeah, the only way is if they really prove that they can be trusted, but I don't even think they're going to have the time to do that.
1: No, me neither. And yet we still have them going to the NBA Finals. So, Tom, you have Bucks-Lakers. I have nets lakers Who's your 2021-2022 NBA champions? The Los, the Los
0: Angeles Lakers. LeBron's going right up there with Tom Brady. How does he do it? Year 19, this, that, and the third. You know where I'm going. Oh, God. Let's hear the Brooklyn
1: it. Nets, baby. The Brooklyn Unbelievable. Nets are going to be the champs. You're going to the parade? I will I will get up there for the parade because it will be most likely the only sports parade I'm going to at any point soon. That's going to be Yankees a sad parade. To. What do
0: you think the turnout will be for that?
1: 400. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, listen, I I think we talked about the flaws with this team last year. They had really no size. They were in and out of you know, Kyrie, and then they brought in Aldridge. He only played five games. With all their flaws, they were – a correct shoe size of Durant away from beating Milwaukee and going to the East final and playing a very, uh, and playing a really good Atlanta team, but you know, you can't count Durant out. So despite all their flaws last year, that's how close they were. And without Kyrie, you might be right. I mean, they now know that Kyrie, they are not even planning for him. You got a healthy Harden, you got a healthy Durant. The supporting cast is better. And I think that they're just a better team come playoff time than Milwaukee.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Sean is such a homer, um, and I have you the Lakers. Them to be the
1: one seed in the East, so it's not like you were picking them to be at the bottom.
0: No. All right, let's go over some individual awards before we wrap this thing up. Coach of the Year. Let's start off with the let's start off with the the lesser's, and then we'll work our way up to MVP. Coach of the Year. I have Nate McMillan.
1: I like that pick. I actually have Spalstra. Okay. I mean,
0: yeah, you have the Heat finishing high. I have the Hawks finishing high. So that makes sense. Sixth man of the year, I have Dark Rose.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, you know, I, I actually I did not put a sixth man, so good, great job by me. <laughs> you know, Rose makes Rose make sense. There you go. Rose, we didn't even really go over it. Who, so. gives, a, who gives a shit? I have, <laughs> every, I have everything else, but I didn't do sixth man. Jordan Clarkson, too. I mean, he had a great sixth man of the year last year, so why not? Yeah, most improved a- player. Most improved player I have. Where's my list here? I have Terrence Mann. Okay. I have Jared Jackson. I like Jackson. Terrence Mann a lot. Yeah, that's a good pick, and obviously the the Grizzlies are counting on that. I like Terrence Mann a lot. He's I'm buying stock in him.
0: Oh, um, don't blame you. Rookie of
1: the Year? Yeah.
0: Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. Well, I definitely don't have him because I – I believe the Magic are going to be an all-time bad team this year. but That doesn't
1: matter. You know that.
0: No, it doesn't. But I have the second worst team in the Eastern Conference getting the Rookie of the Year in Cade Cunningham.
1: Well, that's the popular pick, right? The first overall pick. I have sucks because I just don't think there's anybody on that team that's going to take what he does best away from them. You know, if you're Cade, you still got to get Jeremy Grant the ball. He's going to get his. Good point so that's the only reason but obviously I mean how can you say it's a bad point if you go with the number one overall pick I was interested to see if you went Jalen Green but I think kind of for the same reasons in Houston there's Jaylen too many Green's guys still card. yeah I still think that you know there's guys like Christian Wood on that team who are going to steal points from him I think Suggs is going to have complete control of that team um, Mo Bamba's in
0: a contract he? here bro
1: Mo in a contract <laughs> here and they're not committing to him no. so uh...
0: defensive player of the year give me that one first
1: okay defensive player of the year I got him
0: beat Okay, I have Bam.
1: Yeah, that's a good pick. So we're both going with big men there.
0: Yeah, I mean, can you name the last time a big man didn't win? It was probably Kawhi Leonard, right?
1: Probably, yeah. I mean, because we've been sitting with a Rudy Gobert for quite some time.
0: Yeah, and before that, I think it was Marc Gasol, so Gasol.
1: Um, all right, MVP, who do you have? He's in a contract year, No, con- no extension signed. No idea what his fate's going to be, but for this year, he's going to go absolutely balls out, and that is Mr. James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Wow, Jesus. we I think I'm just going to name this the Homer NBA pod. I myself have the number one seed. He's going to be on the probably the team with the best record in the league, Donovan Mitchell. Nice. I'm calling it this year. He's going to average 33 points a game.
1: He, he might. Like, he has the talent to do it, and that team's going to be stupid good. Yeah, I it, I just was thinking. I'm like, ah, do I go Durant? Nah, I don't know if I can go Durant. He might not play enough. I feel like Harden's just going to be like, fuck it. I'm, especially with Kyrie out, right? If Kyrie was playing, I don't think I would pick him. But without Kyrie, I think he's just going to go fucking shit. But we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun year, man. We are here. We are finally here.
0: Absolutely. I have to stay up till. 1201, so I can get these over under picks in before the season starts and all of them change. Um, have you watched
1: many Saints yet? Did not yet. Oh, my God. I was out a lot this weekend, honestly. So wow. I didn't have an opportunity to watch. but.
0: Wow. So cool, dude.
1: Hey, man. Listen, I wasn't just sitting at home. I hear that. All right, man. We... You, had a, you had a weekend away.
0: Yeah. It was. Uh... It was disappointing. Uh, Cooperstown, it was nice, saw the Hall of Fame, saw Jeter, blah, blah, blah. His bus is disgusting. Um, whoever did that, they should fire them. Um, <laughs> and then we got rained out on the fifth hole, so we'll be back there.
1: There you go. Uh, that's a buzz kill, but at least you're not too far of a drive.
0: Yeah, only three hours of the most boring drive ever, but it is what it is.
1: Well, that's not is. Three hours ain't the worst thing. It's not like you're going 10. No, nah, not at all.
0: Well, we'll be back on Wednesday with our uh, our NFL Wednesday.
1: Yes, we will. Everybody enjoy the start to the NBA season. I know as Knicks and Nets fans with our football teams, we're probably more excited than others. Yes, I'll be rocking some Knicks gear tomorrow night. All right, man, go Knicks
0: and go Nets That's for you. Right. That's right. All right, good night.